0: Book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number nine tonight. Proverbs chapter number nine, and we look forward once again to seeing what the Bible has to say about. Of course, I've already mentioned the wise man tonight, and there's much to say about uh, what makes up a wise man. And uh, I'm certainly looking forward to the Bible study tonight. And again, I am uh, glad. I'm glad that uh, the Nietos could be here this evening, and. Uh, I uh, appreciate uh, those all around the world, and it's something for us to be reminded that We were eating. Um, I took him to a Mexican restaurant last night, and uh, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for him, uh, but uh, so I asked him. It's been years, it's been many years since I've been to his place there in Columbia, since I've been able to go back, and of course, the COVID and things of that, so we were talking, and he says, well, it's been difficult, and he said, you know, our new president, he's bad. I'm just like, do you know who our president is? I mean, that's exactly how the conversation was. I said, do you know? He's like, no, 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 he, ours is worse. And so we argued about whose president was worse. And he's like, ours are letting the cartel come back in. I was like, well, hello, you know? It's like, you know, uh, so... Uh, Anyway, we we have much in common, and uh, uh, Christians all around the world have a lot in common. So today, Proverbs chapter number 9, we're going to read two verses, verse 8 and 9, and the Bible says, Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will yet be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. Tonight we're going to deal with a wise man once again, and look at it from the aspect of reproof or rebuke. And uh, there's an important uh, statement I made. It was point number one of the Bible study last week. A wise man is not born wise. Uh, A wise man becomes wise. And a wise man continues to become wiser. Wisdom is not something he's like, oh, I've got it. I got all of it. And now I've got all I'll ever need. That's not the way wisdom works. We continue to obtain wisdom because the longer we live, there's wisdom we need that we didn't need ever before. There's wisdom that we need again. Experience is a great teacher, as the saying goes. There's wisdom that comes. So we're going to look at the aspect this evening, of, uh, and we're going to look at the wise man several, several weeks in a row uh, from the, the aspect of our text tonight, uh, reproof and, and, and rebuke. And I want to remind you, we're looking at this as what are the characteristics of a wise man? Just like we've looked at the characteristics of a fool, a sluggard, all these differences, certainly those we want to see what they are so we avoid them. We want to not go down a path so that we don't become them. And then how to deal with them uh, when they, when, they, when uh, they, in their folly, if you will, if we're talking about a fool, but a wise man, of course, we see what makes them wise, and then if I can see from the Bible what makes them wise, then I can copy that, I can incorporate that in my life. I could use that as a pattern, and so we're going to look at that again this evening, dealing with the wise man. Father, help us again this evening as we look into your Word. Uh, May the Word of God be uh, real to us. May it speak to our hearts tonight. May we learn some principles, some truths uh, that will get ingrained into our character, ingrained into our habits ingrained into uh, our response to certain situations, and uh, Father, may uh, this allow us to gain wisdom so that we can uh, better serve you. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. As we look at the wise man, let me define the word wise once again for you. A simple definition is having knowledge, having the power of discerning. Because someone say, Well, I'm wise, I have knowledge, but do we have the power of discerning? Judging correctly, or determining what is true or false. It takes wisdom to discern those things. Another word we see in our text, we see reprove not a scorner lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man. Just a simple point to make here. Rebuke is a stronger word than reprove. And if you just reprove a scorner, he hates you. It means you can go even stronger with a wise man, and he'll love you. We see that word rebuke. A definition to keep in mind for rebuke is chastisement, punishment, reproof, for the purpose of restraint and correction. It is an objection... It's a protest, chastisement, punishment, reproof for the purpose of restraint and correction. I'm going to rebuke you so that you don't do that again. I'm going to rebuke so you can correct your ways. A child is is doing something, they're toddling around in that living room and they're going to do something uh, that is going to hurt them there should come a rebuke from the parent. Don't do that. Why? It's correction. It's, it's correction for their own protection. Now, if they continue to do it, if they do it after they're told, not, there's punishment. For the purpose of restraint and correction. If we use the mind of that little child, it's like, well, if I do this, then I'm going to be in trouble. If I do this, I'm going to do a spanking. If I do this, I'm going to be put to bed. If I do this, they, in their little mind, I mean, sometimes you watch them, and it's like they're so much smarter than we give them credit for. You can see those wheels turning in there. They know what they're doing. That rebuke is necessary. The, we're going to see from the aspect tonight a wise man, we can tell who's wise by how they respond to rebuke. That same little child, you don't want to be in trouble, correct yourself. You don't want to be in trouble, then stop what you're doing. They become smarter, they become wiser. If I do that, I know the consequences, so therefore, I'm not going to do it. You take somebody who touches something hot for the first time and it burns. They now have wisdom they did not have. Only a fool would go back and say, I wonder if this is still going to burn me. But that wisdom, they, they attain that wisdom, so they rebuke. So a wise man, one of the ways we, we, can, we know that a person is wise by how they handle rebuke. We've already used the illustration a couple of weeks ago when wisdom comes and wisdom is seeking, a fool rejects the wisdom. So it's very simple. We we reveal, first of all, God knows our heart. But we reveal to man what we are. And this ought to help us tonight as we look at these two verses, we think of the wise man and how they deal with rebuke. Let me make make uh, seven statements tonight. Number one, the wise man desires to be corrected. The wise man desires to be corrected. Why? Because he wants to be right. right. That's right. If I'm doing something that I shouldn't, well, tell me so I can get it right. Yep. Yep. right. And sometimes you apply sports and sometimes you, you, you would say, this kid is coachable. Mm-hmm. Or he's not coachable. Right. It's... You, that coach gets home and says, no, you're doing this wrong. Do it, do it this way. They do it, and they come back after practice, and they say, Coach, just, did I, am I doing it right now? And they, well, they, they want to be corrected. So much more so in our life, we open the Word of God, and we say, oh, there's the Holy Spirit telling me, here's the Bible telling me that I've been thinking wrong. I'm glad I, I'm glad I read that. Well, the pastor stopped me and said, you might want to knock that off. Pastor, if you see anything that that, that I'm not doing, that I should be doing, you tell me. Now, think very carefully before you tell your pastor that. I'll just throw that out there. But the wise man wants to be right. The wise man comes to church. Remember when you first got saved and the preacher couldn't preach hard enough? Pastor, can I talk to you? You're preaching on everybody else's sins. When are you going to preach on mine? I, I need to get these things right. But I was like, well, who does he think he is? You can tell a wise teenager, I've never met one, but I'm assuming there's one, how they handle correction. When your first response is, I know. Well, you didn't know because you just got corrected. You you didn't, that's why you got corrected. Wisdom says, okay. Wisdom says, I'll correct it. Wisdom says, now that I know that that's not something I should do, I'm not going to do that again. Truth of the matter is, all of us need rebuke. There's nobody in here who doesn't pick up this Bible and read it and say, Spirit of God, please speak to me. And sometimes, isn't it wonderful when the Spirit of God just, you read that, that, that scripture and it just comforts you? And it just soothes you? Oh, I thank God for that. But then there's times, it's like there's that hand that just reaches forth from the pages of scripture and smack, smacks you upside the head. It's rebuke. A fool does that. A wise man says, yeah, I need to, stops, and makes a note of it, makes a conscious decision. I'm going to be careful about this now. The wise man desires to be corrected. Number two, the wise man's response to rebuke reveals his wisdom. Let me say that again. The wise man's response to rebuke reveals his wisdom. Look at our text in verse number 8 again. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. How do you know somebody is wise? Say, well, if they were wise, they wouldn't have been rebuked. You don't understand wisdom. You think some people are born with it. Or you think you're the standard of wisdom. That's not the way it is. God is wisdom. His word is Wisdom. We, do do we really think that we've been saved for 10, 20, 30 years, and now we're on par with God's wisdom? There's no way. The wise man's response reveals his wisdom. You can be, and I use the word ignorant in its, in, in its strictest definition, lack of knowledge, you can be ignorant and be wise. I've seen a lot of, of, of smart people who are fools. Because a wise man's response to rebuke reveals his wisdom. And he, why? why? Because he wants to be correct. Because he wants to be. Why? So when you get corrected, whether it be by God, by the book, young people, by your parents, your authority, the pastor through preaching, or you come to him for counsel, how you respond the Bible says how you handle rebuke. And let me just, let me just say it because I'll refer to it. I mean, I'll allude to it several times with, with, with every authority we have in our life uh, who might would rebuke us. You know, part of the responsibility of the pastor is if you're going to go down a road of destruction is to rebuke you. If there's signs that you're going to destroy your life, it's God is going to hold me accountable for the rebuke. And so it's important that parents. That's your if you have to decide. Well, I want them to be I want them to be my best friend, or am I going to do my responsibility of rebuking them when they will go wrong? Rebuke them. And one day when they're thirty, they'll look back and say, "I thank God that my parents didn't let me act like an idiot like these kids are acting like, because they've gained wisdom." The wise man's response to rebuke reveals his wisdom. You compare that to reprove not a scorn, lest he hate thee. Well, I'm never going back to that place. I'm not listening to my parents again. I was going to say, you're acting like an idiot, but I'll use the Bible word fool. It's a fool. The wise man's response to rebuke reveals his wisdom. So who wants to be wise? How many of you want to be wise? Okay, I'm going to make you participate tonight. So if I want to be wise by God's standards that when... I get rebuked, how I respond to that is going to reveal my wisdom. Now, if we don't act like we should act with that rebuke, it lets us know we ain't got it all together. We need more wisdom, and it ought to stop us and say, I need to listen because I'm revealing how much wisdom I don't have in this area. Number three, a wise man does not consider himself an exception to rebuke. This is good stuff. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, a wise man does not consider himself an exception to rebuke. Rebuke a wise man and he will love thee, not hate thee. Wisdom doesn't go around and say, I'm untouchable. That's pride before fall. A wise man does not consider himself an exception to rebuke. It's like, it's search me, O oh God. We live in this day of it's everybody else's fault. It's everybody everybody else is the reason why. Nobody can, you know, it's it's not this way in our, in our Christian school. Thankfully, and it's it's not going to be as long as I'm the pastor. We have a Christian school. It's like, well, you can't you can't. You can't really discipline. You can't tell them they're wrong. You can't tell them this and that because, you know, they might be fragile and this and that. You know, we we need a little bit of of, of fragility in our lives. It it, it helps us. It builds our character. But a wise man does not consider himself an exception to rebuke. It's like, you're doing good. You're doing good. You're doing good. And then you get to where you needed that wisdom and you don't have it. So everybody needs the rebuke. Number four, a wise man is appreciative of rebuke and correction. Now, a wise man wants to be right. We've already established that. A wise man doesn't consider himself an exception. This is a whole another step. A wise man is appreciative of rebuke and correction. It is one thing to need correction to need rebuking and get it and bite our tongue with everything that we have to take it. It's another thing to whether you express it in that moment or not to appreciate somebody caring enough for you to tell you that you're going to hurt yourself if you don't change change what you're doing. To tell you, you need to change your direction. To stop you from making a mistake. Because, in young people, I'll remind you, there's some things that your parents have learned through wisdom. They tell you not just from a position of authority, but they are speaking to you from a position of Wisdom. And if you'll permit me, there's some things, young people, young adults, young couples, and all that, that your pastor has learned through wisdom. Right. Amen. Amen. It, and it wants to convey through wisdom. This Bible is wisdom. Right. Amen. Why we will put what's in a Google search on a higher plateau than the Word of God, I have no idea. Why what some knucklehead post on social media we give more uh, a clout to than the Word of God, I'll never understand. This is wisdom. And a wise man is appreciative of rebuke and correction. Look again at your text. Rebuke a wise man and he will, say it, love thee. Love thee. Because... He wants to be right and because he wants to be wise and he recognizes that somebody who's willing to tell me the truth are only doing it because they care because they love me a a wise man is appreciative again contrast that with the scorner scorner hates you Hey, well, you need to come go to church over here where our pastor is. Love, love, he don't ever he he doesn't bring in all this kind of stuff, that he's not going to. He needs to. What do you mean? Is is you just you do whatever you want to do? You get no wisdom out of it, and it's just whatever happens happens. It doesn't protect your life, your marriage, your kids. No love is saying the Bible says right, right, right. if you go a certain path, this is the end. Right. Well, how do you know? God said so. That's wisdom. Also, I've, I've dealt with 20 just like you before. Who didn't want to listen? And every what is that? That's wisdom. There's experience that comes with that. It, and it, it, it's appreciative of rebuke and correction. Do not be afraid. Parents says, "Well I won't, my kids' never to grow up and hate me because some scorner wrote a blog. Talking about how bad mom and dad was because we wouldn't let them go out party on Friday night. Don't, 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 don't be intimidated by that. If you love your children, you will rebuke them when they need to be rebuked. You, you, will, you, will, you will correct them when they need to be corrected. Because if they if they're not corrected at four, in and, and twelve, and fourteen, and sixteen, and eighteen. They're not prepared for this life. I mean, I heard it. I heard it. You know, like every, every boy growing up, patriotic American, you know, you're enamored with the military, and you're enamored with, with all of that, and John Wayne. I heard it preaching my whole life from the time I can remember all the way up through adulthood. Every guest preacher that ever came through, it seemed like every conference we had, everybody on the schedule used this illustration of some kids saying, nobody's going to tell me what to do anymore, rebuke, you rebu- nobody's going to rebuke me, and they go join the military. Well, I'm not going to use that same illustration. It's still true. But nobody's going to tell me what to do anymore, and they go get married. I mean, I mean it just <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. But a wise man is appreciative of a rebuke and correction unless it's from his wife. That's in, that, that's in between the lines there. Number five. A wise man considers rebuke to be instruction. Mom, my teacher doesn't like me. Why does the pastor not like me? Why does this authority have a problem with me? Well, a wise man considers rebuke to be instruction. Well, maybe I was—if I get rebuked, I was doing something wrong. I use the, the coaching illustration again. If you're if you're if you're running the wrong route, the coach better yell at you, or you're going to hurt the team, or better yet, you don't have a chance to play it. Who's he yelling at me? I'll run the route the way I want to run. Well, enjoy sitting on the pine on game day. Enjoy getting cut from the team. Enjoy the, hey, get some water over here. Enjoy that. In the Christian life, say, well, I want to do more for God. You better learn how to take rebuke. I want to grow closer to him and be able to do. You better learn how to take rebuke because this book rebukes us. God has placed authorities that represent Him. I mean, our society is built on it. You have to learn how to do it. A wise man considers rebuke to be instruction. Well, I know what they were saying was right, but I don't like the way they were saying it to me. Now, authority ought to be careful about the way they say something. But it ain't ever as hateful as it's made out to be. And they were yelling and ranting and raving. Like, what? That's not how I remember it. But well, because we make it personal. Where a wise man considers rebuke to be instruction. Rebuke a wise man and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man and he will yet be wiser. So that, that rebuke is instruction. What he understands is maybe there was some act I did wrong. There's consequences to that. There's a direction that I'm going. There's destruction at the end of it. The rebuke of Don't go that way. Don't make that a habit. Change your course. Change your environment. Change your friends. There's a a rebuke there. Why? Because the the intent is to reprove with the purpose of restraint and correction. Sometimes it's like, hey, that's probably not a good idea. Okay. Sometimes, you know... To use it, I, I, so if I'm asked about a situation, and I would probably, I might, sometimes i say this. Is, well, that's not how I would do it. That's a little different than if you keep going down this path. This is what it means. Or you need to trust me on this one. That person you're, you're running around with, there might be some things I know that you don't know. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't break away from that, this is where you're going to end up. That's a little stronger than, yeah, I probably wouldn't do that. Why? Because the consequence is greater. Right, right. And a wise man re- considers rebuke to be instruction. I remind you what I've already reminded you of tonight, what I, remind, I, I taught us last week. A wise man is not born wise. Everybody in here has been rebuked in some form or fashion in some area of our life. And as soon as we got rebuked, rebuke, it's like, I know that. What was I thinking? Well, next time I think I'll think a little harder before I do that same thing. Number six, this is a deep one. Hang on. A wise man becomes wiser when he is reproved. Don't set out to go be rebuked. Some of the strongest lessons are when you are rebuked. Because a wise man becomes wiser when he's reproved. A wise man, we've already seen it once, and, and I'm sure we'll circle back around to it again in one of the weeks we talk about a wise man. When he listens, he learns. He listens. That's why when you come to church, listen. Right. Amen. When you're reading the Bible, hear, listen what God's saying. Right. When somebody who knows something you may not know, listen And you get wiser that way. But a wise man becomes wiser when he is reproved. Look at verse number 9. Give instruction to a wise man and he will yet be wiser. I've told you the same thing eight times. Somebody's not getting wiser. A wise person says, you know, I think I want to learn from this mistake the one time. I think it's better to learn from other people's mistakes. And sometimes that's good to remember, young people, children, that sometimes your parents are coming from a place of wisdom because they don't want you to make some of the same mistakes they've made. They've learned. You know, a wise man becomes wiser when he is reproved. I've used this illustration before, and it's a good illustration again tonight. I think back to when I was was in school and... You have those teachers who, um, I don't know how your teachers were, you know how my teachers were, they just loved to mark things wrong. And on the rare occasion that I had an answer wrong, did you get that? On the rare occasion that I got an answer wrong, oh man, you could hear, you could hear the teacher back there with that big old red pen. Making that red X, and you get it back. And most of the time, I'm getting further and further away from this, so I can't remember everything except all the mistreatment that I got in the classroom. The policy or the rule was, especially if it was a test, if you got the answer wrong, you had to go find the right answer and correct it. My motivation to get the answers right was not to get good grades. It was like, I want to do as little school as I possibly can, so I don't want to have to go back and find the right answer. And some of you can relate to this. I learned the wrong answers more or better than I did the right ones. I forgot some of the right answers, but there's wrong answers I still remember. Because it was correction. So I learned from it. So there's your motivation. You can learn more from getting them all wrong than you can get them all right. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a, a wise man becomes wiser when he is reproved. Why did I get it wrong? Why is it wrong? What do I have to correct to be right? What do I have to change to be right? We live in a day with a society of fools who says we want authority, we want wisdom to change so that we're okay being wrong. And sadly, a bunch of churches have been, have been changed that way. Where God says you change to be right. And a wise man becomes wiser when he is reproved. You can tell who's a wise person. You can say Pastor, I learned that so long ago. That's something they should know. Okay, and this is why sometimes I don't get as worked up as some as you do when somebody makes a mistake. Some of these kids get in trouble at school or do this and that. I'm not saying I, I disregard think, sin and things of that. And you know what I'm talking about. You deal with it. Say they're they're, they're going to be in the mafia. No, that was said about me too. I'm not working on it, but I'm not. Why? You watch how they handle correction. And as a parent, you may say, well, I'm disappointed they did that, and that's, that's, that's okay. But be careful coming down and too hard at writing them off, because if they respond right, that's wisdom. Even though they were wrong, if they respond right, it's wisdom. Don't judge your fellow brother and sister in Christ like, well, I would never do that. I'm watching. How are they responding? If it's a, well, who do you think? If it's like, I, I help me get it right. You're right. I say, that's wisdom. That's wise. And sometimes we look at it and say, Well, I'm I'm beyond that, but yet when we get reproved now, do we take the reproof so that we become wiser? A wise man becomes wiser when he is reproved. There's so many situations that you could, you could add that to. I mean, uh, when financially, if we do make mistakes with our, with our finances and that, and that budget reproves us, a wise person says, I'm making a change. There's all kinds of applications to this. But a wise man becomes wiser when he is reproved. And this is, this is a good time for me to, to put this in before I get to the last point we need to quit paying attention to what everybody else is doing and comparing ourselves wisdom fool to what they're doing people are saved at different times they grow at different rates Say, so, man they just can't get that together but if they if they if they're allowing themselves to be corrected that's wisdom That person is growing. That person has wisdom that they're adding to their life and adding to their life. And I said it at the beginning. We spend a lifetime hopefully becoming wiser. You can't go down to Walmart and say, I'll buy a lifetime supply of wisdom. And you you get it and you go home and say, I got everything I need. No. You don't do that. Because if you could buy wisdom, it certainly wouldn't be at Walmart. So that's, that's, that's number one. But a wise man becomes wiser when he's reproved. If we did, and I'm going to get to number seven. But if we did nothing but take that one right there and keep it close to our heart and in our mind, and every time this Bible corrected us, okay, now I'm wiser. Or every time it's like, oh, I, 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 I made the mistake there. Okay, now I'm wiser. And we're getting wiser and wiser. And then you have less and less times that you need that reproof. Less and less time. Why? Because you've gotten wiser. Number seven, last one. A wise man is able to grow through rebuke in ways he otherwise could not. A wise man is able to grow through rebuke In ways he otherwise could not. That's why part of parenting is rebuking. They can't grow without it. And this is why you have a bunch of 30-year-old adolescents in our country. Because they've never been rebuked. They've never been told they're wrong. They've never been corrected. Corrected. It's the truth. They can't grow. When I see a 30 year old brat, and I don't know why 30 sticks in my mind, but I see a 30 year old brat, I don't necessarily get mad at them. It's like, where's your authority? I'm sorry, I have to confess this. I have to say this on the occasion that I am in a store, grocery store, or whatever, and you, you know, everybody's seen them that. That little terror that's in there, and they're doing whatever and this and that, and it's not cute, by the way. Right. Right. And most times we're like, I tear that. Over. I don't say that to the kid. Right. I'm looking at the parent yep. and saying, somebody needs to go spank you that's right. Right. because you were setting that child up. For failure because they're not being rebuked there are some ways you can only uh, you take and, I, and I'm using I use coaching a lot the illustrations tonight it's like you say well that, that coach yelled at them and he corrected them see if they do it again well they didn't oh they grew They grew what? Through rebuke. And otherwise, you can grow with, hey, sit down here and let me talk to you. That's the best way to grow. Hey, here's a lesson I want to teach you. Here, read this and get the knowledge. That's the best way to grow. But I look around this congregation tonight, and especially on the platform, we all hard-headed. That's the best way to grow, but let's be honest. We don't always grow that way. But when we handle rebuke, that correction, hey, don't do that. Hey, do that. You, you, you committed to doing this. We, we don't act that way. This is, this is what the Bible says. And you can, whatever authority it is, this is what it is. How you handle that shows your wisdom. And there's ways you can, we got, we got to stop. We try to do the best we can. And I'm not talking about necessarily tonight. I'm talking about as we grow, we're going to make mistakes because we don't know everything. We need somebody to teach us and to instruct us. We, we, we need people like that in our lives. We all need those kind of people in our lives. We want to grow. I, I'm not necessarily talking tonight. Somebody's going out and, and doing all that, what we call these gross, although there's rebuke that comes with that. I'm talking about just in our regular growth, we ought to welcome the rebuke because there's things we don't know. But a wise man is going to grow that way. Instead of saying like a scorner, well, I don't know who you think. You ain't ain't telling me what to do. It's like, man, I'm, I'm never doing that again. You just grew. You grew as a person. You grew in your relationship. You grew as a Christian. I'm not doing that again. I need to correct that. It's growth that comes. If you do not receive rebuke, you can't grow. I've already used the illustration that this Bible is a supernatural book. There's times when your spirit's down and you read, and it's like, man, I feel so much better. There's sometimes when you've got fears and you go to the Bible and you read it, it's like, okay, I know it's going to be okay. And then there's the rebuke. The Bible teaches us this is a mirror. And when the Bible is talking about certain people and things, he ain't talking about your neighbor. He's talking about you. A wise person says, you know what? I I need that. I have to have that. But if you don't ever receive it, you can't grow as a Christian. If you're not reading this on a regular basis, you're not growing like you could grow if you're not hearing it preached and taught like you have the opportunity to do so, how are you going to grow? Because this rebukes us. You can grow at the feet of a teacher, as I've already illustrated. Here's your information. Here's the lesson. Here's the knowledge. We all grow some that way. But because we're all flawed and we don't have all the... Knowledge that we need whenever we are going our own way. We need that rebuke. You know what we can do? If we respond right, we're growing. If we respond right, we're becoming closer to that potential that we have. And this could be applied with, with parenting too. Your goal when your children leave your house isn't for them to be perfect. They're not going to be. But you want them to be as close to that potential as they possibly can be at that age in their life. And they can't be that if they're never rebuked, if they're never corrected. As a child of God, we are never going on this side of eternity. In these old bodies, we're never going to approach the perfection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even though He's our example and pattern. we ought to be getting closer to that. And part of that process is as a wise person taking that reproof, that correction, that rebuke. Now, hopefully, if we are getting the wisdom, if we're sitting at the feet of wisdom, this isn't a daily or an hourly thing. because when we're corrected then okay I'll use I'll use a sports illustration I coached basketball here for a while and you get these guys I think back and I won't use any of your names but you get them they come in and they they they're elementary junior high and you're like oh my goodness what am I going to do with this guy and every day is just a re, it's a rebuke section you know, it's like, no, don't do that. Use this hand. Two steps, two, not 12. That, I mean, that's the rules. Anybody else feeling my pain tonight? I mean, it's just, this is, this is, this this is, and it's reprove, and it's rebuke, and it's rebuke, and it's rebuke. And I thank God that those, those, those um, practices were closed way back then, and, and nobody could, you know, just, no, it's, all it is. It's rebuke, rebuke. You no, know, go run. Go, go do, and, and I mean, there's been times, like, I was just like, okay, I'm done, I'm, I, I can't take it anymore. That's so mean. Let me tell you, at the end of my coaching, how much rebuke there was. Almost none. I could almost roll a ball out there and do what they need to do. Say, you were an amazing coach. Yes, I was, but that's not the point. no. <laughs> That point perfectly illustrates what I'm talking about. Because they were rebuked and they learned. 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 learned. That's the way the Christian life should be. Those guys who've never played basketball, and that's why, fans, let me help you with something. If they've never played, it's not their fault that they don't know what they're doing. If they've never played, they have to be told but they have to have a chance to grow and but if they're not going to listen mom coach yelled at me they're not going to grow as as an athlete as a basketball player as a christian which means a whole lot more which is a whole lot more important okay don't do that do that hey come here you can't say that in church no, we're not going to sing that No. No, you can't, you can't. We're not doing that. Well, pastor, I, I, I didn't know. It. That's okay. That's why I'm telling you. Don't do it. Become a little wiser. A little wiser. A little wiser. And the longer you've been saved and underneath wisdom, the less you should be getting rebuked. Now, our flesh needs it. We're going to continue to get it. I've already established that. But it's a good reminder that we got to be looking for it. We ought to be seeking it. When it comes, how am I going to respond to it? That reveals our wisdom. Why? So I can grow. And I can grow in whatever area that, 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 that we want to apply this to. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, you know, I want to be considered, I want the, I'd rather the Bible call me wise. This is something I think that is necessary for me to, to, and I'm out of time, way out of time, but there's no school tomorrow. So it's necessary for me to, to, to reiterate before we dismiss. You can't, you're not born wise. Sometimes I think it's hard for people who just get saved, haven't been saved long, and they come into the church and they look around and say, man, everybody else has got this figured out. First of all, they don't. you know quite frankly somebody who's been saved a year shouldn't have the wisdom that doesn't have the wisdom or shouldn't have the wisdom somebody's been saved 10 years if the person who's been saved 10 years is growing like they should right. Right. they shouldn't have it so we want to grow if we're going to grow then along the way we're going to get rebuked and a wise man says thank you you take coaching and it's like well they I'm not going to I'm not going to rebuke them. I'm not going to correct them. By the time they get to be a senior, they will hate that coach because they're not doing what they should be doing or could be doing if somebody had just instructed them when they had the opportunity to instruct them. And it's something that we need to respond correctly But if you're in a position of authority in your home or whatever applies, we have to be willing to take wisdom, not our emotion, not our temper, but wisdom and rebuke and correct. Father, help us as we apply these truths to our lives.